Hi listeners and welcome you to Worlds Collide today. Thank you for tuning in whether you are a new listener or a returning listener. For the new ones, this is the podcast where I talk to people who move to a new country and yeah, and they share their experiences. So for this episode, I talked to Usha who moved from Mumbai in India to London and I found her on Instagram probably through an expat hashtag and she was kind enough to share her experiences here for you. So in this episode the topic comes up how hard it can be sometimes especially in the beginning or also even later when you come to a new place because of the career choices of your spouse. You know not all countries accept your educational background or your work experience so that you have to start all over again which was part of her experience so yeah I don't want to take away too much of this conversation because we also talk about other things it's not all just negative we talk about the tube how much she loves London what's so special about it and what she misses big differences to Mumbai and much more Here it is. Welcome, Usha. Hi, Usha. Am I pronouncing it correctly, by the way? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Hi, Usha. Yes, um, thank you for participating on my podcast. I'm glad I found you. How are you today? Uh, hi, Victoria. Uh, I'm very well, thank you. And uh, thank you very much for inviting me to this podcast. I'm glad um, that you accepted my invitation. Tell me, where are you now? Uh, so I'm currently in um, London and I've been mm -hmm. uh, living in London for the past uh, 16 years. I'm originally from India um, mm -hmm. and I'm originally from India and to be more granular, so I'm uh, I originate from the southern part of India, but I've lived ah, okay. uh, across India a lot mm -hmm. and I moved from from India to London so I used to live in okay uh, so I was born and brought up in India and why did you choose to move to London uh we uh like I moved to London uh with my husband so my husband's company moved uh had a role for him so he was moving ah. through his company from India into London ah, so okay. I came with him Mm -hmm. And how old were you then? Uh, I was uh, I was 33. Okay, so you already well-established adult. Yes. So I had. <laughs> did you bring? Did you bring kids? No, it's just the two of us. Uh huh. Okay. And then, um, have you um have you visited before, or did you just go straight? I've uh, never been there. No, I've never. I had never traveled to UK. So, uh, to give a perspective, that. Uh, to when we moved to London, that was my first international travel. So I had never traveled outside ah. India before that. My husband had traveled for uh, work a few times to London, mm -hmm. and um, he was a familiar. He was familiar with little bits of London, like yeah, like okay. when he traveled for work. So I wouldn't say he was very familiar, but he knew his work environment, and he did a little bit of whatever you could do research at that particular point of time with the mm -hmm. availability of internet. Um, so for me, it was an extremely uh, new experience. Right. Uh, it was a daunting experience because I was a fully established uh, adult in India and I had a thriving career out there. Okay. And uh, I had, uh, I'm an introvert, but I had my own uh social circle not social circle I would say that I had my close friends who I would depend mm -hmm. on and they were my safety net and yeah. uh, so it was very daunting for me to move out from there in like from India into uh, UK although I didn't ex I didn't think it would be so daunting so when I uh, when we decided that we are going to move yeah. uh -huh. to UK so we were uh, making a list of things that that might you know work. So one of the things we thought, oh, it's the language is the same. So I think it should not same in the sense we knew we uh, 
uh, English yeah, yeah. while we are in India. We're taught English from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's not our mother tongue, we were able to communicate yeah. in English. So we didn't think that would be a problem. One of the things that we could uh, think it might be difficult is the weather, which will be different and we'll be away right. from uh-huh. our uh, family and that would be challenging we thought and then that's what we needed to work through and one of the things i uh, was worried was to leave a career thriving career behind mm-hmm. and come here but in my mind i thought it'll be like i leave one like you know i'll resign from there and when i come mm-hmm. here in like a couple of months i'll find something and then i'll uh-huh. like you know bish bash boom and I'll have a career here and I'll be just back as how I was in Mumbai and you know I'll be uh, okay. okay. I think that was my naivety I think so. That and thought, did that happen? Uh no it didn't happen obviously. Uh when I came here it was obviously for the first few months I was busy with uh setting up things and they were mm-hmm. you need to find a house and there are a lot of uh, logistic things that I I got involved into because my husband moved here and then he had a role so he had to straight go into work so I stepped into the role mm-hmm. of oh, yeah. there I was managing the logistics and there are a lot of other things you get in the internet connection finding a house moving things and setting things up yeah yeah and there are a lot of like little things that are involved but being having always worked since the age of like 20 for me it was uh even though there was lots to do things i found that i missed my uh, career and then i started looking for a role um one of the things is that the experience that i had in india was not uh, recognized even though it was with multinational companies and it was mm-hmm. well-known companies oh I so see. that was a shock to me and I I have to say that I don't think it works the same way now I think in the past 16 years I think the companies have started understanding that the spouses who come along with uh, their husbands yeah. and their partners carry their mm-hmm. own uh like there is there is a work pool that they can explore over there but i think when i came that was not yeah. there and that was a major challenge for me and i still feel sometimes that yeah uh, that what do you call it like it still hurts a bit saying that i had to restart my career mm-hmm. all over again uh, okay so what was it what was it what you did before i i used to work in a bank but it was a specific niche field that i used to work uh, uh-huh, okay. in a bank and over okay. the years i had worked through and i had reached a specific level uh sure and then when i came here i had to restart again but also one of the things is that is the work the niche work that in bank industry that i do was not in London. It was there in Manchester or in Birmingham or somewhere else. So uh, that would mean okay. that uh, if if I pursued that, then I'll have then to you move would... away from my husband mm, and be right. uh, away from each other. That's like, then le- you're like even like lonelier. Yes. Kinda, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And when you first moved, was it, did you think it was just temporary? Uh, initially when we moved we we did think that we will be here for like three four years and then we would go back Uh to india but i think over the years like at least when we reached four to five years i think we had got used to the rhythm of the life in in london and Uh so one of the things i moved understood when i moved to uh moved to london was change does not come very easy to me mm, so mm-hmm. in that sense we were here like when we decided that we will be here in uk if it meant that we went back to india there'll be again a lot of changes if we went yeah. from here to back yeah. there and then we had we had a career we had things that 
like we had a social circle again we had a f- like friends and right. things that worked for us so it didn't uh-huh. and i have to say that i had fallen in love with london i must say that i i i, I love london with all my uh-huh, okay so uh-huh. uh, it would have been difficult for us to move back to to india okay so it was uh, and then Uh-huh. and then did you decide just to give it a few more uh, years or did you then decide you want to stay forever or uh, we thought okay we'll stay here we'll stay for a couple of more years i think now we've reached a stage where we we think that uh, we'll be here you will stay yeah 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 and going back to when you first uh, got there do you remember what your first impression was or like what the biggest difference or the biggest yeah influence was um if i were to give uh, the first impressions obviously i was very starry eyed like when i was moving from mumbai to uh, london i was looked like you know i was like i would say starry eyed like because i was uh-huh. in, going to be uh, seeing like living in london and uh, you know uh it has got plethora of activities it's got museums it's got it's got western you have name it things that you want to do you you have the queen i mean yeah, like you all have the, the queen like the royals you know <laughs> you have drama so <laughs> yeah so in in the in the sense uh you could like in london you could find the activity or you could find the interest or the niche that you want to do you could find yeah. london but i must say that london is is like what do you say is a very hard nut to crack it's like it's got a very um hard shell around it so you have to break the shell to find its core mm-hmm. once you have done that uh you will fall in love with it and london will equally fall in like you know like it will embrace you um but to reach that was was a journey so it doesn't it didn't happen in uh, overnight in when i moved the first um first impressions was um obviously i moved during uh, when it was just about start autumn when it was september so the daylight would go very very okay. quickly so um yeah the weather's like it, it's turning cold the cold uh, didn't bother me so much as much as the light going in much quickly and uh the other thing i noticed is uh-huh. uh which 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 i think which was a natural uh, shock to the body was uh the noise london by any way is not is not a quiet place it's quite quite noisy but if you compare it with a place like india india is uh it's 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 vibrant it's a cacophony of like sound sights and and smell one of the things that i could uh like when when we used to live in mumbai we used to uh be in a flat and i used to still i used to work very long hours as well but at the same time there were times like when masbin was traveling or i was traveling for work or i was on my own but you would never feel alone because there there would be like constant noise around you i imagine that because i mean i think is the is mumbai a lot bigger too than uh, yes but i think it's the way uh, also is the nature the way uh, i think india functions as well like for instance in uh, okay. I remember in Mumbai being like for instance in the in in the night you could still in the evenings you can hear kids playing cricket on the right uh, okay on the ground floor or you could still um, you know the hear the elevator doors being open and shut and you you could hear uh-huh. the clanging of pots and things and okay and in 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 london so it's a... london is absolutely quiet it's it's oh. uh after fa- like especially if 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 i were to think about the residential area so we are uh-huh, yeah. talking about city so you're you're in city after work you come back home and then 
when you uh, come to your apartment, you open the door, and then once you shut the door of your apartment, it is absolutely quiet. The only noise probably you would hear is, you know, the occasional cars going by. Okay, yeah. So it feels like super small town, quiet. Yeah. Uh, okay, I got it now. Well, that was a very unique experience for me because I uh, I would I generally like very quieter places. Mm-hmm. So it was I think the absence of noise was uh, very jarring for me. I could okay. notice that very very evidently, and also it used to be like I was missing something that was so familiar to me was taken away from. So mm. that's uh, that was the feeling that I used to have. Okay, um, the noise. That's like a um, no. Nobody has said that before. Yeah. So that is that is that was that is something. I think it's a. It comes with experience. I think it's not. Uh, in a sense, it's something that you have to experience in order to uh-huh. do that. Because I think it's. It's the reverse is, is, is true of it now because when I go back to India now, I find it's, it's extremely loud for me. Ah, uh, okay. So I think it's something which you're uh, physically or, you know, your sensories are used to certain things and then when it changes, there is, there is uh, I think there's a sort of a reaction from within which comes out. Mm. So... That was a unique experience for me. And uh, another thing was when I used to travel to work in India, in Mumbai, is versus when I travel to work in London uh-huh. on a tube. The tubes are absolutely, again, very quiet. People don't talk to each other. Two people who know each other very well could be sitting next to each other, but they wouldn't talk. To each okay, other. okay, you, uh-huh. You you will it is something very unique to I would say to London, probably even to UK, because it's same I, I've traveled in Paris, I've traveled in uh, other parts of Europe where I, I think I've struck conversation with somebody uh, sitting next to you and you just start talking and Yeah, I mean I for sure talked on the train before, yes. But in, in Mumbai or like the way the travel works is completely different. You chat with anybody who's sitting next to you and people usually take specific trains, like yeah, you okay. take a specific time of train and then you go there, go on that train and everybody in, and you usually get into a specific compartment and everybody knows you in that compartment. I'm not saying that they're they're like real good okay. friends or anything, but they they do look out but you see them every day yeah they look out for you they know about you they ask about your welfare uh-huh. and they like you wish you or so that is a very unique experience i could feel is uh one of the things i used to tell uh, my friends when i would speak to them from uh london is that you know uh it's it, people don't talk to each other when they are on when, when they're in the tube so everybody's either sitting with a newspaper or a book now obviously people sit with their the with their phones uh, but do you think it's like um just um a situation for the tube or are the the british people in general no i think or... it's generally in the tube i think so but i would think that they are generally much more um milder or quieter in the in in that sense but i would say that for instance in the evening after work if you go to uh, there's there's another culture which i was introduced in in uk is after work drink so yeah (laughs) on a friday which which is which i was never used to before so after work drink so people do talk there like oh yes and they're very loud when they have yeah that's that that's a completely different uh, yeah way of life altogether which is which is polar opposite to when you go on a yeah, tube okay. so uh, I, I think those are, that was very unique uh, uh, for me like as a, as mm-hmm. in like now probably I'm part of the same culture but at that time as an outsider for me to watch that was was very very uh, very unique for me right right yeah, yeah. and also like I think uh uh, for afterward, after work drinks are was something where 
it's I had to learn to navigate it because it's not something that I'm used to. But then you have to uh, at the work you have to learn. I found that there are alternate ways, like you could have like uh, work lunches, which which I was which I was more comfortable with. Do you remember though how long it took you to find the job back then to start working? Um, it took it 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 took uh, a few uh, months for me to find a role, but those roles were not uh, what I want. Like they were not like for like. So I had to literally restart my career from from the bottom. Yeah, and. I imagine it was hard to accept. It was very hard to accept. It was uh, something which I couldn't like discuss with anybody. There was no like I didn't have anybody to. Uh, obviously, I could tell my husband who would understand right. that. But it is very harsh reality. But at the same time, it's very very hard on you, and it does take a toll. Yeah. On you. So I don't. Uh, it was very hard on me, and I think I had it. Uh, like when I started making acquaintances and friends within mm-hmm. within London, so I did make friends through that the difficulty that we are going through as an accompanying spouse regarding mm-hmm. work. So I'm I did find uh, friendship through that, but it's still um, it's still very hard for me to think about those times because it was a very difficult journey yeah I think it's a little bit much more understood now and it's much more catered to now rather than when 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 I moved I know um I mean I know that it affects a certain kind of jobs you know like if you're like a doctor or psychiatrist or a lawyer But I didn't know it also affects like jobs in banking or other types of jobs. It does because I also know a lot of other people with like with whom I chat and speak. Mm-hmm. It, it it does affect in that sense, and it is it is very nuanced for uh, especially the accompanying spouses. So that is one of the biggest challenges that I've spoken to many expand wives and expand mm. spouses. So work is the biggest challenge which uh, mm-hmm. which comes along and also it takes one of the it takes the what you say it takes a back step when you're moving obviously yeah. you are more it, it is a choice that you're making and it is a joint decision that's that's made mm-hmm. as a couple mm-hmm. i think it's fair to remember that when you're going through those harsh realities Yeah. When you are going through those emotions, I think if you remember that it's a joint decision, because I think it can cause a lot of uh, pent up resentment. Otherwise, it does. Yeah. Um, here, because we also have me and my husband, we are at the moment changing visa, so I I am in the position where I'm not allowed to work. You know, so this is also very daunting. It's it's just like I want to do something. I want to have my own money. You know, I don't want to just be a housewife. It was not what I signed up for in the beginning. So I know it's not temporary, but I can uh, feel your pain. Yeah, and then you started a job that was um, you said it was like a a much lower position than you had before yeah so i didn't yeah. i didn't work through like i didn't have like i like i did do a little bit of contracting and things i like even like i did find a role find a place which was which was working for me and then i did reach a stage where i made like friends over there and i you know interacted and i had like good working relationships over mm-hmm. there so it when i look back on the journey it was difficult but there was something good which came out of it mm-hmm. so uh but I, i would say that was a big heart ache for me 
Yeah. And do you remember how did you make friends? I must say that, um, like, I think it, it comes with, like, you know, one of those days when, when you have, like, you know, penny drop moments. So I, like, obviously, uh, there used to be occasions and events and uh, there are obviously... When you're working in London, there are other expats and there are other people yeah. there as well. And then you go out and after work drinks or there is like after work events, there is somebody getting married and then there is a leaving too. And then you go, then you meet like uh-huh. uh, outside the work environment, you start talking and then it's just like you are getting acquainted and you're like uh, having a fun chat. And then you come back that those then you realize those little moments of those kind of little chats and little going out helps you. So I think yeah, uh, that's one thing, one way I realized. And the other thing which I did was, uh, did some volunteering work, which was not uh-huh. related absolutely anything to do with my work. Mm-hmm. And that helped me quite a lot as well, because that uh, was like... Uh, that volunteering was something to do with historical houses and things like that, where you go and uh-huh. uh, volunteer at one of the houses. You meet people from all walks of life. You pe- meet uh-huh. people from globally. And and that helped me quite a lot because uh-huh. I would talk to people. I would uh, have a chat. And that experience in itself actually boosted my confidence I would say that because I would talk to people I'll have it's not that the intention was not to make friends but the intention was to just to go out and talk to people and other ways in an expand life when you you have so many things that is coming along there is a tendency that you try to retreat in and I'm also an introvert so I don't do a lot of yeah social Mm -hmm. gatherings and things so I it sends you uh, like it makes you retreat even more but doing things that you enjoy helps you uh one it will boost your confidence it gives you perspective and it makes you appreciate the surrounding that you are in appreciate the people that you are with appreciate the place that you are in Mm -hmm. yeah how long did you do the volunteering I still do the volunteering. Oh, you still do it, yeah? The yeah. same? Uh, yes, I actually do a couple of more volunteering as well. And also to add on to that, I've actually moved away from corporate life, which I did last ah, okay. year. So in the sense that one, the thing that which gave me the most, uh, what do you say there, which is the most challenging for me, um, as a journey in, in the 16 years, I... Uh, I walked away from that from last year saying that Uh I've done that I've you know that's a part of life now I want to you know put aside and then I want to reinvent myself so I think I'm quite if I'm allowed to say that I I think I'm quite proud of myself for doing that yeah yeah how often do you go back to India um, we we still have family over there, so and uh-huh. I, we still I still have a lot of friends over there who I meet regularly. So we do go there um, every uh, two years or every year. Okay. Sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, that's like um, similar to to us. We, at the moment, we go every year, but I'm already kind of over it. Going, I mean, not because <clears throat> not because. I don't want to see friends and family, but it's always the same place we go to. Do you have that as well? That you sometimes want to go somewhere else, but you feel like you, yeah, that, you have that, to? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So what happens is because when you go, when I, when we go back, so there are, like, we go to a specific place and we have to meet our friends and uh, we have to meet our family as well and spend uh-huh. time with them. And obviously there's... Uh, it's uh, sometimes I think what happens is that I do want to do certain, we do want to do saying, oh, we want to go here and see this. And we want to visit these places. But because sometimes it becomes so regimented uh, when you're going back that, you know, it's so yeah. scheduled on, or, and that you have to do certain things back to back and you, you yeah. do this. It becomes very overwhelming. <laughs> so, yes, 
I mean, if you go to India, you just cannot go for a long weekend. It's so long. It's such a long trip, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so now you've been there for such a long time. Is there still something that is kind of frustrating to you, like in terms of um, a different culture or something that you it's hard for you to get used to? Um, because I've lived now here for such a long time, I don't think there's anything that comes as it's very hard. But one thing I have understood, uh, or when I like, when I feel that is, I think sometimes I do still f like feel that I'm regarded as an outsider, even though like mm. I've lived here for sixteen years, and but I work through that and I mm -hmm. because to me like when I say that this this like I've made London as my home and view London as as my home so I I just work through that but I think it's I think it's it is also sometimes it's just one of those things which comes back as an expat the same uh, expat life where you I think start thinking about what ifs as well mm -hmm. so yeah. it's it's learning to train your brain not to do that because sometimes nothing comes out of those waters you are just keep you just keep pondering on with that but um one of the things that i struggle another thing that i struggle with understanding how the medical system works and i think sometimes even now i struggle with that because the medical system in india is completely different yes it's paid in india and Uh, it does uh, cost you a bit but mm -hmm. there is a way of ease in accessing it and it's very quick to access that uh -huh. but uh, the way the medical system here uh, in UK it works is it, it works in a specific way and to learn that was uh, was a task yeah and It does really very good work, and obviously in COVID times and all those things, we like, and it just did like a lot of good work. But it's still sometimes I struggle to understand that. Do you have an example? Uh, I think, for instance, um, to access some some uh, medical services, it takes quite a time. I think uh, I remember when we had just moved here and I got an eye infection mm -hmm. um, and it over the like over the day it started to get worse and then uh -huh. if I were to compare that with India I would have been able to go in like in, in within hours and I would have been seen by an yeah, by a doctor. eye specialist and uh -huh. it would have been done but Uh, it took a very long time for me. We went to uh, a walk-in clinic and the walk-in clinic, obviously because it's related to eye, they had to send me to another place. So then we went into an emergency, which was specifically for an eye emergency. And we sat there, I think, very late. We, we were there till two o'clock in the night and then... Uh -huh. Somebody saw us and then they prescribed the medicine. I think by the time they saw me, I think my eye infection had got really, very worse. Okay. And then they saw me and obviously they treated me. But this is how it works. Because uh, that's, you know, it's one of the systems that you learn to understand and that's how the system okay. works. So it's, it's, it's because I was not used to this that I used to frustrate me. And, I get it, yeah. Uh, because I've had similar uh, experiences where in India it was either, you know, like one of our parents who had something and then we had to take them to, an, like, urgently somewhere and then we would be able to see somebody, like, in a couple of hours. Like, mm. it'll, when I say couple of hours, in a couple of hours it'll be like they would have been taken care of and they would, they would have been given some medicine or mm. So that yeah. was something which was, uh, which was new to me. You kind of already mentioned it. Would you though consider moving back? Uh, not at the moment. Maybe 
later in life or I was I I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think okay. so. But the only thing okay. is when I'm saying is I don't know. Is, I wouldn't think so that I would move back is for the simple reason because I'm saying life is unpredictable. You don't know. But right. I don't right. think so. We would like to move back because we've been here for sixteen years and we have years, a set pattern a of life time. and there is a way that we yeah. live through. And so I, I I don't think so. We would move back. Yeah, yeah. And but is there something that you really miss? Oh yes, I definitely miss miss obviously I miss my friends. I miss uh-huh. uh, food of India, and okay. I am not a big foodie, but uh, that's another thing which I learned is that I I really missed uh, I really still miss the food of India quite a lot. But and, you know, but I, even it's so present in. Especially in London, I imagine. Even even it, like like even now, because I think uh, what I mean is there are certain nuances that is there in home cooking. Yeah. Which uh-huh. you because the restaurant, the food that you get in the restaurant is usually very different to the food that you uh, have at at home. home. And also because in India, it's um, it is a very large country, and the food is. Uh, you have like different varieties of food and you have uh, you don't get all the varieties over here as well right. because I think in uh, when I moved to UK there was food that you would get was only from a specific region of India so mm-hmm. you would get the food only which was not North Indian food now you do get like other specific foods uh-huh. but it's a very there is food in India is like very vibrant and very different from one region to another. So if I were to equate it like uh, India is like a, like like Europe and there is like each part has its own different cuisine. It has its own language. It has its own uh, different culture. So yeah. that is one part of India which I used to absolutely love is that mm-hmm. you have so many mixed variety of culture language uh-huh. and they all would live together and I could like you know I could take a train and then go a couple of hours and then I'll uh-huh. be to a different culture and different I can experience a different language so that's something that I really love about India and that's something mm-hmm. I really miss about India yeah um what about how do you like the English food I actually love the pub food of the pub England. Food, uh-huh. so yeah. Like, bri- and, like uh, mashed potatoes and bangers and. Uh, I'm a vegetarian, so I wouldn't. Uh, I don't. Ah, yeah. I don't eat bangers, but yeah, I but... do have like uh, like. That is one thing I really love about London is that vegetarian food is oh, is available, mm-hmm. so uh, so easily and it's such a tasty food as well and. Uh, Pubs cater to vegetarian food really, really, right. really, very well. And I've uh, been to like uh, different pubs and I've gone and said, oh, I'm vegetarian. They have made like very nice food specifically that is catered for me. So I awesome. I really love pub food. And uh, like especially like, you know, the, if you go on a weekend or something where you have, it's a completely like, family atmosphere and it's very nice and I obviously like chips and mushy peas which are specific to UK oh mushy peas I haven't heard of that so it's like mashed it's like mashed potatoes but yeah but it's yeah and peas so it's like usually it's like peas just completely mashed and then you have sometimes they put mint on it and it's got a very nice taste I like mushy peas I I just asked because I mean Indian food is obviously famous for all its spices and flavors and i think of english food is more of the opposite yeah yeah it is it is yeah but i'm glad you like it so what do i like english food um shortbread (laughs) yeah shortbread is good and also i like uh one of the things i really like about um is the cakes and the tea so the, the of course tea right do you do tea time now 
Yes, I do. I do sometimes. Yes, I, I actually like afternoon tea and I like the Victoria's Victoria sponge cake. I know it's not healthy, but... Well, it doesn't matter <laughs> as long as it tastes good. <laughs> yeah, so I love the cakes and uh, another thing actually, uh, uh, like when you go to pumps, they have these specific uh, desserts and especially I think there is a dessert called sticky toffee pudding. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh huh. Is it so like banoffee pie? It. Uh, I'm Similar? not. It. It's. It's different to banoffee pie, I would say, but um, it's very unique to uh, UK pubs where you get sticky okay. toffee pudding. I'll Google it later, and then I will make it myself. <laughs> it's very yum, and it's like. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's good, good for the hips, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so my other question was what was um what do you really like and uh, besides food? Um, besides about India or in London? No, about about like London or the UK. Oh, about UK, one of the things I love the love the countryside, the um, you know, and within London, I love the architecture. It has a perfect mm -hmm. mix of new and old and It's cosmopolitan, and when you think about food, you you have such a wonderful food uh, culture mm -hmm. and scene in London. Is that you could, I think you're spoiled for choices. You could get Turkish food, you could get Japanese, you could get Egyptian. And I, I remember when I used to work, we used to go to Spitalfield Market, and the market would have like different uh, cuisine of the world, and you could choose, and then you could eat. So I think. That is something that I love about London. It's it's quirky, it's eclectic. You want to go to uh, have a wonderful, like, you know, have a fine dining experience. You could go to any of the Michelin star restaurant or you could go to Shard, so, have yeah. food with, you know, like with absolutely wonderful views. Or if you want to have, you go to street food, you could go to, you know, Camden Town and you have all these eclectic, things that are there or you could go to Covent Garden uh, and uh, I just I just love uh, the activities that are available in London there's museums you know you could I could just suddenly decide that oh I want to go and you know I want to see the impressionist collection or I just want to see something or there's this exhibition going on I want to go there and that's something that I absolutely love about London mm -hmm. like you could Yeah, or if you, you want to do, do everything, movies, right? or you want to see a musical, or anything like there's anything about you, you can decide and you know whatever chooses whatever your wherever your interest lies, you could go there. And yeah. uh, one of the things we we like as often to do is uh, go out on walks. There, it's like within London, there are so many these walking routes, and they. Uh, are not on the road they're inside the woods and they're absolutely beautiful and then you're walking through that and you would actually you can forget that you're in you're in london mm -hmm. the apartments in london or also the houses that are a little bit further outside of london they are really small and um how was it like that for you as well in mumbai because mumbai is a city um i think Uh, I was used to the apartments and the size how uh -huh, it was, okay. but I must say that the Mumbai apartment was slightly, uh, slightly larger. Uh -huh. But having said that, I was oh, like I I got because I got used to that. But my husband grew up in an independent house, which was like you know like very large house, and then yeah. you you you, know, you you have like ample space. He sometimes still struggles with with the space. Okay. In, still. Yeah, in London, he, he oh, still says that you yeah. know, like, oh no, you you, you one, one should have like a, uh, you know, larger place, because I think the other thing what happens is, uh, from what I've seen is the way the houses are built in in Mumbai or the apartments, the rooms are slightly larger and they have different kind of ventilation and lighting than in UK uh -huh. because being a cold place, I think you have to 
have the windows in certain places. So it makes uh, the room more smaller. Smaller. Because okay. you have to... Darker or... Yeah. And also the rooms, they, they try and make the room slightly more smaller as well, I think. So it's, I, I, I believe it's for to keep, to retain the heat, I think so. Yes, I it, think it, so. Probably. It is more Do darker need... as well because of the placement of the windows. Do you need, um, I mean, if you have a smaller room, you need less heating, right? Yeah. So I think that is the reason they make it smaller mm -hmm. in London, the rooms are yeah. smaller. And I, I understand the reasoning as well because it makes it much more cozier and uh, yeah. nice. It's it's nice and toasty when it's cold. When we moved here to <clears throat> to uh, Austin, now we also have like a, a big house, and um, I know that we are not gonna be here forever. But if we go anywhere else, we have to go back to like a smaller place. For me, this is not an, a problem. But I know my husband, he will struggle. You know, I'm like, for me, I'm already like, we have 30 square meters, too many. Like, we don't need all the space. But he's like, oh, I need an extra room just for my records. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, uh, I yeah, can relate no. to that. <laughs> I think anywhere, you're not gonna have that. It's gonna be smaller again. But I mean, I, I really I am actually kind of looking forward to having a smaller place. It's like less empty spaces and I mean also like less cleaning, less yeah. chaos. Yeah, I can yeah. understand that. Thank you for your time. Thanks for uh, being on my podcast. That thank was you fun. very Thanks much. For, thank you for sharing. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's always, yeah. Uh, I was very pleased that you invited me and I could, uh, I'm glad that I could share some of my experience. It probably would help somebody else. Yeah, no, um, in the beginning, it's always the hardest. And also like if you have to step back, <clears throat> do a few steps back in, in your career, And would you still say you're like an expat now after so many time, so many years? And that's what I sometimes think. I don't think so. I'm, I'm I can, I'm, I sh I'm an expat any longer because I think I am a local of London. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm also like not not sure. I mean, like I'm already here, not in Texas, but in the U.S. for I think it's almost 12 years. So I'm like. I mean, even when I came, I'm like, I'm not an expert. I'm probably gonna stay. So I'm probably more like an immigrant, I guess. But yeah, I never yeah. know really what the difference is. An expert is with plans to move back or just if you go for a short time or... Yeah, I think there's, there's, there's always... I think expert is somebody who moved back, but there's always up to debate on these things. An immigrant is somebody who who immigrates from their place, uh, from their home country, and they move yeah. over here. So uh, probably then I am an immigrant, and uh, and I also think I'm, uh, I'm a local to London. Yeah, because, like, um, I feel, I mean, I don't want to sound negative, but I feel the word immigrant always has this negative. Because, like, usually, True. you know, it's always, it's always, like, people who strive for like a better life than they leave behind but i mean if you come true. from like a good background then that's not always the case right true true I it agree. sounds like you had a good life in mumbai you had a good career you yes. had no n none of that was like a reason to go to the uk you know yeah true true yeah yeah And and for me it's as well. It's like I am from whatever from a wealthy country. You know, there was like all the security I had. There was no reason for me to to leave the country. I just wanted to, and not no other reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's also comes moving uh, when you move from one country to another country. Yes, it has its own challenges and it has its own heartaches. I. I do think that it has uh, 16 years or whatever the experience that came through has helped helped in personal growth as well. I do not do not think that 
you know like having like having walking away from a corporate career which i built so hard you know with with all my heart is something that i think is is a personal growth and which came through when i moved out and then of all the experiences and also i think as as a it's as a human being have grown as as a couple we have grown and learned from our experiences it has helped us be more close to each other it's like mm-hmm. be more loving and patient towards each other so i think it's it's got its own advantages and it has its own things which comes with the moving from one country to another country mm why <clears throat> these are good good words to come to an end <laughs> yes i i yeah that was usha's story everyone it was so nice to hear from her also the volunteering i think that's such a great idea to meet people and to do good uh so there are so many different kinds of volunteering if you are interested of doing so you should probably check on the website of your town or city where you live and um search there for volunteering or you can just google it i did the same so i will start volunteering at an animal shelter i can let you know how it goes um once i started it uh yeah and also i would love to hear your opinion about um the difference between being an expat and an immigrant and i would love to have a conversation with you the listener um yeah you can reach out to me at worldscollide123pod@gmail.com or find me on instagram it's worldscollidepod just one word and yeah please write me and um also if you want to be a guest on my show please 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 reach out to me i'm excited to hear your story and as always if you like this podcast then please leave it a five star review on wherever you listen to podcasts that would be so appreciated and yeah until then i hope you tune in again next week see you soon bye bye